Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next interview is with Emmanuel Gras, uh, who's recently won the Grand Prix at Cannes for his film, Macala. It's going to be uh, premiering, North American premiere, at the Toronto International Film Festival this season. That's 2017. What a delightful conversation. I mean, it, I felt like I was uh, having this marvelous chat with somebody over a coffee somewhere in Paris. And uh, Emmanuel's wonderful, and he's, he's created a, a beautiful and engaging, intimate uh, film and, and and you really do need to see this. I think you're gonna you're gonna hear about this film on on a variety of levels. We talked about family and beauty and and, and wonder and about economics. We talked about politics and 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 how everything is is deeply and intimately uh, connected. We talked about wh- what what it means for Emmanuel to be a cosmic materialist, and uh, we got into things like ethics and capitalism and pity, and 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 just the the extraordinary edge to what we often think is just so ordinary. It's a beautiful film, deeply engaging. I think you're going to love it. So uh, coming right up, davidpecklive.com as well for more information about my speaking and writing, face-to-face-live.ca for other interviews there, and also rabble.ca. Don't forget to uh, check that out uh, for other interesting, engaging conversations. Macala, uh, the film... North American premiere at TIFF coming up in uh, our conversation today with Emmanuel Graham. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We are joined by a very special guest today. Uh, when, in fact, we are face to face digitally. Emmanuel Graham and I are here chatting today about his new film, Macala, which is going to be premiering at the Toronto International Festival in uh, Film Festival in about, uh, I guess, in about 10 days. Emmanuel, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. So you are calling in from uh, Paris, I, I understand. Yes, right, because uh, I'm French and uh, I live in Paris for the moment. For the, for the moment, uh, are you are you on the move? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my girlfriend is uh, is American, so we'll see what happens uh, later. We'll see what happens <laughs> I mean, later. I on. move, so, so yeah, I would New imagine. York, 
and I would imagine you're you're working on some new projects as well. Thank you, thank you for your time today. And and before I forget, congratulations! Uh, what a what a remarkable, uh, beautiful, poetic film. I, I was I was captivated right right from the initial frame, right through the film, uh, pulled me in. Uh, and and just a, just a, a gorgeous, captivating experience. So thank you for that. You're where, welcome. I don't know what to answer. <laughs> yeah. What, so where? So before we start to start start kind of getting into the film a little bit, where does the story start for you? Uh, are you in? Are you in? The, this is about a Congolese laborer, about a farmer, about a man who's providing for his family. You can t- tell us a little bit about the film, but I'm really interested in in how you met this man, how you how you found him. Where mm-hmm. where, did, where does a story like this start? Um, I mean, uh, so, the, so, so the, the film was shot in, uh, in uh, Democratic Re- Republic of Congo, and uh, I have been there several times because I am also DOP on documentaries, and I worked with a Belgium director who is called uh, Bram Van Passion, and uh, so we did uh, uh, in this very specific region of uh, Katanga in the south of Congo, uh, we we did uh, two documentaries, so I went there, uh, uh, and uh, when I was uh, filming, and I I remarked uh, those people who are doing this job of uh, making charcoal and se- selling to it uh, people from villages who uh, sell um, um, charcoal to in, in the city of the of Kolwezi. And I was uh, very impressed by the fact that they they they, they have those uh, bicycle charged with uh, uh, such an amount of of bags full of charcoal. I mean, uh, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but the vision was very impressive, and uh, I had the desire to discover a very simple question like. Uh, uh, where do they come from? Uh, how much do they sell? Uh, uh, what is the price of uh, of one bag? Do they do that for a living? And uh, because the effort uh, was, I mean, it was like a huge effort. And uh, so I was wondering what, what was happening with people like that. So I had this idea of, uh, of I, I get some information and. Uh, I had this idea of a film uh, where, I w- where I could follow just the story of a man that does his job, but from in a very simple perspective, from the beginning, the tree, to uh, the end, the setting uh, in the city. And so uh, after, after working on the film, I've been there, uh, I've been uh, in this region of Congo, and I met different kind of villages. Uh, from different kind of people from villages, and uh, so I had the, the the idea of the film before meeting. Oh, sorry, the, I had the idea of the film before meeting uh, Kabuita, who is the character, um, and uh, so, so uh, I was I was really like uh, getting information and meeting people, and when I sh- when I saw him, I. I mean, I knew directly that uh, I had the the one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, 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 I really met like someone who I had directly a, a lot of uh, sympathy for him. 
did you did you feel that you had kind of an immediate rapport, uh, almost uh, as if as if you had known him before you met him? This in, this connection? Not, not exactly, but what I was sure it's that uh, I mean I make films and that he was very cinegenic. I don't know if the word is correct in English, and also that there was something in his uh, way in his attitude that uh, I was touched by. And because I, I like more people who are not presenting themselves uh, too much and, uh, you know, like, who can be shy. But, and what I discovered is that he was looking shy, but he was not. And uh, he was very powerful, even if he looks fragile. So, and uh, the, the, all those elements of uh, someone very soft, but also he can be tough when it, when it needs. I mean, I... I, I spent time with him before doing the film, and all those things uh, were creating some someone who was uh, not totally complex or with dark uh, dark aspect, but someone like a real person I could uh, exchange with. And uh, I was uh, I, I felt not like I was knowing him from before, but I was I felt close to him. Why, why did you choose, uh, and it must have been very specific, clearly, if you'd been thinking about this before you actually met him, Kabwita, uh, just one person? Did you did you at any time think, oh, you know what, maybe we should, you know, the film sort of really revolves around him and his family and what he goes through and this 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 struggle, really, uh, to, to, to make a living and to provide mm -hmm. for his family. Uh, why didn't you follow other charcoal makers, other families? But I mean, the project was uh, from the beginning, even before meeting him, uh, for, was to follow just one man. Just the one man. Yeah, it was a question because I knew that uh, some people they, they sell they sell charcoal to trucks who who who, who goes from a village to another. Uh, some some people some village villagers. Uh, they, they are together to, to, to make this uh, to, 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 to make charcoal, but uh, and I knew that some some other ones they were doing that alone, and I was more interested in in um, in uh, one not lonely but one guy alone, because what I'm trying to do as filmmaker is uh, to reduce or always making something very simple straight, and because. So it opens to a lot of. I, I'm not lost in different kind of stories or perspective. I want to reduce everything, to, and to go into the essence of something. And like that, I can develop what I, I'm trying to do is that to touch the essence of what I'm filming. There's a there's an absolute simplicity and poetry and beauty to the film right from the get go. I actually wasn't sure if I was watching. A documentary film or a narrative film, uh, the, mm. just how quickly I was drawn in. Emmanuel, Grand Prix winner at, at Cannes, um, uh, accolades, um, a, a lot of excitement around your film and so on. What have you found as people have been asking you questions about the film, about the story, about about this family and Kabuita and so on? What are you finding... Um, has changed from your perspective when you went in and, you know, you first started filming, uh, 
I, I feel I feel like this film is about so many things. It's about this man, it's about his life, it's about his work, but there's a there's an environmental aspect to this film. Mm-hmm. There's an economic expa- aspect to this film. This film's about globalization. It's about poverty. It's about it's about hard work. <laughs> it's about good family values and about loving each other and and all these I mean it's just it's it's utterly brilliant the the layers. Uh, how about for you? What's changed along the way? What's changed? I don't know. Um, I, it's a difficult question because uh, f- for me, the first perspective of the film was about work. I wanted to, to show a hard work and um, uh, to to describe to 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 make it feel to make it feel to the to the viewer what is doing something tough and. Uh, uh, a hard, like a tough work, where you have physical one, where you have to to to, to put all your effort in um, in in the in one goal, and uh, so that was the first thing that I wanted to do, and after that uh, I discovered that um, yeah, I mean. Uh, the way he was uh, acting with uh, with his uh, uh, with his wife and uh, with his children, and that's all the family part of the uh, of the story. Uh, I mean, I discovered it when I was there, and uh, that's something that touched me really a lot because uh, I, I was not uh, that was not the first perspective that I was looking for, and. Um, because the other one, which is important, but is what is the background is uh, what you said about uh, uh, envir- environment. Uh, I mean, environmental issues is because uh, this charcoal, uh, not industry, but this uh, making charcoal in Africa creates a huge problem of pollution and of deforestation, and so. Uh, when I was there in this very specific uh, region of Congo, I was like shocked by the fact that nature was so devastated, and uh, so I um, I was prepared to that. But when I see the film now, I I mean you get used to those kind of things when you are there. And when I see the film now, I say, oh yeah, it really looks like apocalyptic, and um, uh, so. I mean, even even Emmanuel, even the the opening sequence of the the struggle, the beauty, the beautiful way that you shoot him walking out to the field to his work for that day. I'm I'm assuming it's a day. It must have taken longer to chop that tree down, uh, but the the size of the tree, the size of the task, how much work is actually involved. It's one man against the environment, one man against the odds. And, and, and there's no narration. It's just so, I, I, I get to unpack it all myself as the viewer. Uh, this, this isn't, uh, you know, here in, in Canada, we have the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. And so I could see a film like this being made about a charcoal maker, but mm-hmm. it would be much more educational it would be way yeah. more informative. There would be a narrator telling us about the Congo and mm-hmm. telling us about this family and about charcoal and so on. But but you don't give us any of that. You let you let me pack that. You let me unpack that like uh, like I'm approaching this in some sort of philosophical way. Yeah, I mean, 
I, you know, I, I made a film before which was called Bovine or uh, Life, uh, Co's Life in English. Um, and uh, it was about uh, breeding, uh, breeding cows. And there was no voiceover or nothing, just, just cows living their life uh, in the fields. And, uh, that, and uh, so the viewer could have the sensation that there was no story. And but little by little, a story was coming, uh, uh, was appearing. And uh, so, but at the reason of the animal. And so I say that because what I'm trying to do uh, as filmmaker is never to get in to, to, to I mean, there, there are some kind of information about things in my sure. films, but, but never as educational, as you said. I mean, journalists do that very well. Some journalists do that very well. And that's important to do this kind of thing. That, but that's not really that's really not my my uh, my issue to, to to do this kind of thing because um, what I'm trying to 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 do is more to create an experience, a life experience. And uh, uh, so uh, so in this film, what I was trying to do is to to put the spectator as a um, companion. Of right, Cabuita, and to follow his step. Nice. And in, at, the, at the rhythm of his work and uh, at the rhythm of his life, and like to put the spectator, as he was there, and uh, okay, and suffering with him, making the effort with him, and also has having some joy with him. So it's really more that because I think that's another way of knowing the world, uh, and it's more about sensation. Really, I just want to create sensation and what, emotion, but first of all, sensation. What's um, emotion and sensation? What I what I love near near I think it's near the end of the film. He he meets a few people along the way. Uh, it's and and it's very much a road movie. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't really get that yeah. sense until I was you know wow this is a road movie on a bicycle uh, and yeah, exactly. a, a, a man exactly. with an axe and and a man on a bicycle uh, a real struggle uh, and yet you know what's so beautiful about this man and I don't know him at all other than what you've uh, provided me is he just he seems so patient and so uh, open and so just willing to to the world as it kind of unfolds around him and the bike falls over a bag is stolen and different things happen along the way and this is just a part of life this is uh, you know i'm 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 going to keep going <laughs> i'm yeah. I, I, i'm going to i'm going to move on yeah i mean because uh, what's what seems uh, extraordinary for us it's just normal life uh, for for him. So, I mean, he can be uh, depressed or sad or angry, very angry uh, about some some things. But uh, what is important to understand is that uh, there is nothing really extraordinary for him in what's happening. It's just the daily life, the daily right. work, and so that was what that also what something that I wanted to do to, to make people feel is that and it was like I tried to do something where um, like a hero of a daily life I mean right because sure. what that, they are and doing that... is for me heroic and uh, but you just don't know that someone do something like that I, I mean that's something very uh, very strong in Africa that people 
uh, I mean, I don't know in Africa, but I know Congo, I don't know the rest of Africa, but in Congo, people, a lot of people are really poor, and having just an object, in, the, in his case, a bicycle, is the, the only way to, to make some kind of money, and uh, so with that, uh, oh, sorry, no, I lost myself. No, it's, well, what, I, what I think is so great about what you're saying, and what's so... Uh, uh, I think important and insightful is there's something remarkably uh, extraordinary about mm -hmm. his life, you know. And I think that just comes through in your cinematography and the way that you shoot the film and this how you how you draw me into this poetry, this beauty of life. That uh, here is this struggle this man is facing, but there's something remarkable about that. And what's uh, there's a great there's a great moment uh, near the end of the film where I forget who it is who he meets Emmanuel, but somebody says to him on a road like this. It's best to travel in a group, and mm -hmm. not and not to go alone. And I just, yeah. I, it was just this. Isn't this what life is about, right? <laughs> we don't, we can't do this by ourselves. We've got to do. We've got to do it with others. We 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 need community. We need family. We need friends. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, it was a very pragmatic remark, but yeah, there are kind of there are different moments like that where you can. Uh, it's it was just, yeah, I mean, this guy was another guy who was uh, on the road and they met at night uh, in the village because he spent uh, two nights uh, on the road. And uh, I didn't know what they were talking about when I was filming this scene. Right. And uh, because I was not, I, I don't speak Swahili. I had a, <laughs> I had a translator uh, who was uh, with me, but I mean, he was translating some words and always after the, after the scenes. So uh, I was not knowing what they were talking about. And uh, when I when I realized that they were talking about that, I mean, yeah, it uh, touched me like very simple, very simple but very true uh, uh, sentence that you could uh, understand in different kind of way. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. so, so the light, the sunrise, uh, light at night, the shadows um, play such an important uh, role in the film. Um, would you, would you, uh, I'm not sure what question to ask you, but it's, I guess, a little more philosophical here. Are you an existentialist? Have you read a lot of, <laughs> have you, have you read a lot of French uh, philosophy? Yeah, so de Beauvoir no, and, and, and Sartre my, and, and Camus? I, uh, my girlfriend is a philosopher. Oh, okay. And she, she works on existence. Uh, she works on different things, but uh, on existentialism. <laughs> so uh, that's funny. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm a materialist. I, I would say I'm a materialist, but I mean uh, mater materialism in uh, also maybe it, maybe if it could uh, seems contradictory, a spiritualist, um, a materialist. I mean everything is connected for me, but. Mm. In a material way, and and all of this, what is interesting for me is that how we are connecting in very concrete way about other, about Earth, about cosmos, even, and uh, what we what what are the ideas that we create because we need ideas to to make this community exist. To, so so. Now I'm talking about the last scene where there is this uh, religious uh, uh, ceremony 
and uh, I mean, I'm not religious, but I'm very touched about uh, the expression of kind of religion because there is a need there to for the human people to feel that they are connected with the rest of the universe. Um, could uh, before I ask you what the title of the film means, and I think it's Swahili, uh, could the film subtitle have been "The Journey of the Honest Man"? <laughs> Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I mean, for sure. I mean, because uh, I know that I, I created in the editing, I mean, I, the the guy, Kabuta, has uh, some also some aspects which are not very glorious. Uh, I mean, with his wife, he's not very gentle all the time. and But, yes, I mean, he's... Uh, what I tried to do uh, is to, to to tell a story about someone who is really doing his work and doing his uh, not his duty, but what is uh, his straight. He's a straight guy, so honest or straight guy. Yeah. Do you think there's uh, Emmanuel? I I felt by the end of the film, and I would say even by halfway through the film, I honestly, I really felt like I. <clears throat> I had been drawn into this man's life to some degree that mm-hmm. that I knew him. There was an intimacy to the way you portrayed him, whether it's the editing or the cinematography or the story itself, or possibly you know this is a comment on Kabuta himself and and your comment back full circle to the beginning you know of our conversation when you said you were touched by him, you felt there was i think you said a synergy there uh an an, an intimacy. Um, but but I really felt like I was not a part of his family. That's that's a bit crazy. But mm-hmm. I felt like there was a a commonality. Does is that is that fair? That uh, I felt uh, I'm 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 am going to come alongside. <laughs> I I I'm, I'm what I'm what. What did you say? I didn't understand. Oh, I, I felt like, well, well, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, you know, you're filming him from behind as he's walking with the bike. And mm-hmm. and at what point did you say, I'm going to put the camera down. I want to help this man. Uh, okay. Right? That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of how I felt. Like I yeah, felt yeah, so, yeah. so drawn in, so compelled that, geez, let me, let me help. <laughs> Here, let me let me carry one of those bags for you. You know, uh, we're we're all in this together. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I had a lot. Uh, I had I had often this question because <laughs> yeah, I mean all my, all the editing and all my work uh, on edi- on editing the film was to to create this sensation of uh, yeah, this this effort is too too huge and. Uh, I want to be there to, to, to make something because uh, uh, so I emphasize uh, th- this so I understand totally why people ask themselves this question because a lot of people want to help me him um, but I, when I was there I mean my work was uh, to, to make a documentary and what I would answer to that question is that the the contract or the the, the dialogue that we had is that I was working, I was not doing, like I was not a, a spectator of uh, his suffering, doing nothing and just looking at him like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's hard. And uh, okay, push it more. And uh, No, I was working, uh, of course it was not physically uh, so, 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 
so it's so, so hard. But I mean, I was how I was uh, with him is by work because I was doing my work, and my work was to 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 show after that his work. Right. So uh, that's how I was sustaining. Uh, I don't, I'm not supporting him. Right. Uh, sure. Yep. Not by helping because you know what, Emmanuel? Sustain, sustaining is actually a better word than supporting ah. him. <laughs> I I love the I love that the developmental language the 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 economic edge to that as well. There's a relational uh, component. Hey, there's a there's a and, and we're going to have to wrap up the conversation soon. And again, thank you and and congratulations for such a beautiful film. But there's a there's a scene, and I won't give the scene away uh, near the end of the film where somebody says to him, "Forget, forget about mercy, just give mm-hmm. me the money." <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was it, that's that's a hard scene to watch, actually. Mm-hmm. When you're shoot, you're and as you said, you didn't know what was going on probably at the time because you weren't trans uh-huh. having it translated on the spot. You're shooting it from a distance. But give me, uh, forget about mercy. Give me the money. And I just went, isn't that, isn't that everything that's wrong with capitalism? Isn't that everything that's wrong with the free market? Yes, it's about business. Yes, it's about hard work and 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 making a living and providing for your family but anyway i think it just raises some really uh beautiful and and, and insightful questions yeah exactly i mean uh that's what um the the question of 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 moral issues or of just uh, sympathy one for another is really not uh an issue in a liberal or capitalist uh, way of seeing uh, uh, the society. And uh, yeah, absolutely, that's what is really wrong. And uh, I mean, I know that, you know, the the, the Bible of liberals uh, is uh, Adam Smith, and he wrote uh, this book, but there was another one who was, and uh, you know, and he was considering that the first book about uh, uh, free free exchange uh, was one just one part of his thought, and the second was about moral and ethics, and uh, so it's always forgotten. I'm not. I don't think that it's possible to have ethics in uh, in capitalism, but he tried. Even he he thought, okay, that's not enough to think that free market is is okay to to uh, to, to 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 be a good route for relationship between humans. And yes, and it's also about the fact that in a situation of surviving, uh, I mean, uh, you don't have a place for pity and you don't have a place. Everybody is in need to food, uh, no, is in need of uh, having money just to eat something. So in this kind of situation, yeah, when he say, I, I don't have, uh, um, he said, I can't have pity for you. Just give. I can't. So that's important. I can't have pity. It means that no, there is no place for for this kind of thought because everybody is struggling, and uh, that's the kind of situation that we uh, that people are put and it destroy. It destroys something. It destroy yes yeah, solidarity. Uh, I'm I'm in kind of sad that uh, in the film. I, w- I didn't have so many situations and so many occasions to to show that there is solidarity too, and that there right. is 
It's not like a world of just a lonely individual. Uh, but um, I would have, if, if, I, if I had the occasion, I would have shown that. But, uh, yeah. What's, what's really also interesting to me is this, you know, this is obviously a film about uh, a Congolese family and a man and, and Congolese culture and society and African culture and economics and so on. But you know what, for me, Emmanuel, this is a film about us. This is a film mm -hmm. about, about me, you know, uh, 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 I think it was um, Emmanuel Levinas, another French existentialist who said, you know, and he was riffing off of Dostoevsky, he said, there's nobody more responsible than myself. You know, mm -hmm. we're 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 all responsible, but I'm I'm more responsible than you are. If if that makes <laughs> if that makes any sense, you know. So we're, yeah, okay. we're we're all in this together. And for me, this Macalo, it was just a beautiful reminder of that. That yes, this is about others over there, but this is really about all of us together. And this is why why I think it's such a beautiful and environmental film as well, if that makes sense. And I mean environmental, not just for the trees, but for, for you know, for us, for one another as well. Uh, what, what, what is the name of the film? Uh, it, it, it means in Swahili... Makara means charcoal. Just means charcoal. Yeah, as I said, I, I'm a materialist. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm a cosmic materialist. So a cosmic I, materialist. I searched a lot of different kinds of titles, but at the end of the day, I chose Makala because it was more direct and it was very concrete. Well, I, I think we're going to have to ask your girlfriend what cosmic materialist actually means. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what's so interesting to me, and let's let's I guess sadly sadly we're going to have to wrap this conversation up, and I, I so hope I get to meet you at the festival in the next uh, couple of weeks. But you know, you talked about uh, the ordinariness of his life, and charcoal mm -hmm. seems so ordinary, and yet what and yet is, his and yet his yeah. whole life his whole life is connected to this. This 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 piece of material, as you say, this this object and the richness of his life and his family and you know uh, I I love the scene where he says to his family, "There's uh, building a house is no joke. Building mm -hmm. a house is no joke. This is serious business. This is about my family. This is about creating a." So yeah, just. Emmanuel, a, a beautiful film, and, and thank you again for for your conversation today, for your time. Uh, and and are you are you anticipating uh, the Toronto Film Festival? Are you looking forward to it? Uh, yeah, I mean that would uh, that would be a, that's a huge festival, very important. So I'm uh, I'm not nervous really because uh, I had some uh, good uh, reviews already. Sure, I mean sure. I think that people are, uh, will be interested in the film. I hope. But uh, for for sure, I'm I mean I'm waiting for it. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm waiting and for the reactions. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited for you. Thank thanks again for your your time today and for the conversation. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, we've been talking to Emmanuel Grau today about his new film, Macala, pre pre premiering at the Toronto International Film Festival in the very near future. Thanks again for your time today. Thank you. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.